0: I am the person that I am today because someone chose to be generous to me. When I was 14 years old, my mother caught my father shooting up with a narcotic. Our world forever changed when he showed us the track marks that scarred the crook of his elbow. My dad eventually checked into rehab. For the next few months, we only saw him during visiting hours. Prior to making this two-hour drive together each Sunday, my mom and I would attend the early service at St. James Episcopal Church. It was really hard to talk about the devastation that we were living through, while at the same time trying to piece together day-to-day life, figure out a path forward. Our community at St. James was a sanctuary for us. Checking in, not judging us, helping out with genuine care and concern. During my family's most pressing moment, our church provided us with strength and comfort. Recovery is the work of a lifetime. My dad would find sobriety for a while and then relapse. Our next six years were spent in and out of rehabs as his addiction progressed from our narcotic to crystal meth. Then, thank God, something clicked. In December of 2014, I called to congratulate my dad on nine years of sobriety. Days later, my father was involved in a gun accident. He shot himself through the chest. I was sitting in the lobby of a police station, praying to wake up for this nightmare, when a familiar voice called my name. It was Sergeant Lewis, known to me as Bubba, a dear friend from St. James. At yet another turning point in my life, my church showed up for me, holding a safety net for me to fall into. I've been asked to speak with you this morning about generosity as we begin our stewardship campaign here at Christ Church. My journey towards becoming a more generous person is intertwined with my family's struggle with addiction and my father's unexpected death. Both situations taught me about the delicate nature of the present moment. As someone who lived in my plans for the future, I worked hard to ground myself more in the now. I began to ask, if I were not here tomorrow, what would my legacy be? Have I made any meaningful difference upon the people and communities that I care about? The answers for me have been a calling to give more. Give more time to people I love. Give more of my heart to standing up for what's right and good. Give more money to support organizations whose missions I want to see thrive. So many loving hands guided me through these pivotal moments. My church in particular provided a sanctuary that other communities were not able to offer in the same way. Healthy faith communities have a unique ability to come together around the act of caring for one another. As someone who works for a church, I've come to believe that healthy faith communities are built upon the values of welcome, acceptance, and inclusion. To use myself as an example, if my childhood church had passed judgment upon my family, then I, as the son of an addict, would have never found healing there. In fact, I might have distanced myself from church altogether, coming to understand my family's struggles with a sense of shame rather than as an opportunity for personal and spiritual growth. It hurts my heart that many people have valid reasons for associating religion with guilt and trauma. I'm grateful that throughout my life, the Episcopal Church has modeled for me welcome, acceptance, and inclusion. As the recipient of these generous gifts, I am committed to paying them forward. Two Saturdays ago, a small team from Christ Church attended the first gathering of Tending Our Soil, a a three-year initiative sponsored by the Diocese of Washington geared towards helping foster our growth and a renewed sense of connection with our community. During the course of our meeting, I found myself gravitating to discussions about missional alignment. My vision for Christ Church is that we will be a place where people of all ages, races, sexual orientations, incomes, religious traditions, political leanings, know that they are welcome, accepted, and included around God's table. We live in a highly polarized society and these values are essential to building a different kind of future. I want every single activity here at Christ Church to pull us closer to these values. These are values that are lifted up by the stories of our tradition. In this morning's lesson from Numbers, Moses complains that he has been working too hard, that too much responsibility rests on his shoulders. God responds by having Moses assemble 70 elders in the tent, and then God ordains them as leaders to help them carry the load. God's Spirit then moves outside of the tent and ordains Eldad and Medad, And remember, they are not even attendants at this ordination ceremony earlier. When someone complains to Moses that Eldad and Medad are not real members of the group, Moses has a moment of clarity about the type of community that God is calling him to build. Would that all God's people were prophets, he says, if only God would bestow the Spirit upon them all. The beginning of Mark's gospel echoes a similar sentiment. Some of Jesus' followers complain that strangers are casting out demons in his name. Jesus replies by saying, do not stop them. Encourage them. We want to categorize who's in and who's out. Both Moses and Jesus point us in a different direction. In God's eyes, everyone has a place. This idea that everyone has a place played a significant role in calling my family here to Christ Church. We arrived a year ago this week. It's really hard for me to believe that. Our sense of calling is only strengthened. I believe wholeheartedly in our mission of opening these doors as wide as possible and offering to our neighbors in Capitol Hill unconditional welcome acceptance, and inclusion. To that end, Tate and I are committed to pledging $475 per month to Christ Church in support of that mission. I think it's important for you to know that we are in. We want to raise our children in a diverse, intergenerational community that embodies these values. And we want to be a part of offering these values to those who need them the most I have been that person in need. And I am the person that I am today because someone, many someone's actually, chose to be generous to me. I'm willing to bet that's true for you too. My dream for Christ Church is that we will be known for our generosity, our ability to provide sanctuary and for our desire to extend radical welcome, acceptance, and inclusion to a world that desperately needs it. In the name of God, amen.